Welcome to the Gospel According to with Ryan and Mike, a conversation designed to explore what makes the gospel good news in various books and topics of the Bible. So we have finished our discussions of Isaiah 40 through 55, and we'd like to use this last conversation to just reflect upon the message of Isaiah. So, Mike, I put together six questions for Manslick that I'm going to ask you, and I'm just going to ask you to answer these and take us through what your thoughts are, and then I'm looking forward to hearing from the church here about their thoughts as well. Yeah. So number one, what witness that Isaiah has spoken to the Father resonated most deeply in your heart? You know, so through this entire section, 40 through 55, there's in in the whole of Isaiah, the Holy One of Israel, right? There's so much on Yahweh's holiness. Uh, If you think back to chapter 40, um, you know, I might might say the power and vastness. He's he's measured the the waters and the hollows of his hand and counts the constellations with with the span. Um, uh, You know, and, and so you see that. But all that that imagery of his greatness and vastness and holiness and otherness, as as we talked about in the last episode, is there to show us his faithfulness and his mercy. And so I think I think going through it again this time, that has become even more powerful and vibrant to me is is really the faithfulness of God to keep his promises and comfort his people and bring restoration and just the abundant mercy, grace, compassion, love of God. Well said. Well said. So if I had if I had to say what I think you're saying, Isaiah 40 begins with this great doxology of God, mm, yeah. not for us to walk away saying, oh, wow, God think he's really is great. Mm-hmm. Rather to assure us, God is great, so we can be assured of his grace and his faithfulness and his love. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Love that. Number two, what witness that Isaiah has spoken to the son resonated most deeply in your heart? You know, there's there are these servant songs we've talked about. 42, 49, 50, and then the most famous, the end of 52 through 53. Um, This time around, I think the one that captivated me the most was 50. And I think mainly because it's probably the one in the past that I've given least attention to. And this time through, um, have slowed down and really lived in that one a little bit more. And it's, it's really remarkable. In fact, I was, I was just reading through it again today with someone and and pretty well convinced myself I need to preach on it soon because it just the way it pictures the servant he's he's um again he, he his mouth is equipped but he uses his words to sustain the weary with a word his ears are equipped and and he's he's hearing and heeding God's word, even to the point of resist, uh, of, of enduring resistance and rejection, persecution. And yet you see him experiencing all that hostility and again, resistance and rejection and persecution. And yet he keeps entrusting himself to him who judges righteously. And I, and I think that, that idea, especially um, when you think about the ways that, that there might be 
outer opposing voices and that the servant overcame those and did not experience that disgrace or in an ultimate sense or shame in an ultimate sense, because he's trusting himself to God's judgment. Um, We may not experience outside voices, outer voices, but we may experience inner voices, uh, these messages of of hostility that, that tear us down. And even in that we can entrust ourselves to God's judgment and and ignore all those other voices that would seek to to bring us down. And so so that that aspect of the sun um, has really been stirring in my own heart. Yeah, love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. We actually just read through that in class last week. And mm-hmm. I made the comment in passing that Isaiah 53 is too often read as the place where the father leaves the son. Mm-hmm. But you yes. cannot claim that once you've read no. Isaiah 50. Yeah. That servant yeah. song, same here, like that servant song, especially in 50, just speaks to the faithfulness of yeah. the father to the son and the son to the father. And right. if we are in Christ, we likewise can be assured of that same level of faithfulness. So I'm glad Absolutely. you brought that one back up. Question three, what witness that Isaiah has spoken to the spirit resonated most deeply in your heart? Yeah. Um, well, it, it would be more by, I guess, implication and echo, even in more than some of the direct connections we've made in our study. So if you think back to maybe 32 and, and I, we did talk about 44, but you, you, you see the, these pictures of, of, of new creation that come through God's spirit, uh, particularly in chapter 32, verses 15 and following. Um, and, and then to see the way that resonates with some of these other, these other passages, like, um, you know, 45 verse eight drip down. Oh, heavens from above, let the clouds pour down righteousness, let the earth open up and salvation bear fruit and righteousness spring up with it. I Yahweh have created it right. When we, when we see the spirit as God's power and agent for blessing and new creation um that always just yeah. captivates my imagination yeah well said well said and, and 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 i'm like you i walk away every time from this uh, just wondering why i didn't read isaiah earlier in my life to understand mm, the spirit yeah. you know yeah. when when i was a few years ago really wrestling with the biblical doctrine of the spirit Isaiah was the voice that just spoke to me. And this time through, really seeing the connection between spirit and fire in Isaiah, mm-hmm. I think just yeah. because of some other things I've been studying that's really mm-hmm. resounded. But most certainly, uh, Isaiah, Ezekiel is often seen as the prophet of the spirit, but Isaiah is right there with him. Yeah, absolutely. So then question four, what witness that Isaiah has spoken to the people of God resonated most deeply in your heart? I think that picture um not only of r- restoration in the sense of okay they're back to the to from exile back to the land and have this glory but um that idea of restored vocation we saw that back in chapter 42 when you think about the servant bringing justice to the nations and yet through that work Israel will once again be a light to the nations and um hey micro you, you were the one that that used that word frequently with me a few years ago and you had to explain yeah. vocation what do yeah. you what do you mean by that 
Yeah, you could also use the word calling, but it's the idea that that God has created us for relationship with him and with one another, but he's also given us good work to do, uh, a good purpose to to live for and live out. And and Israel's vocation, calling, purpose um, originally was to be this royal priesthood of God, to to represent God to the nations and represent uh, and then uh, mediate the nations back to God. And, um, and and as we know, the story of Israel, uh, they failed in that in their through their sin, through their idolatry, through their injustice, and and not only failed to represent God to the nations, they became worse than the nations in some respects. And 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 yet the servant's work is not just, you know, picking them up to to you know pat them on the back and say, okay, I don't hate you anymore, um, but actually to <clears throat> to help them live out the purpose for what that they were called to originally. Um, and so just to see that same idea that that is very much at the center of the gospel and the work of Jesus and to see that play out in these visions here um, has resonated with me pretty deeply. So t- taking that step further then, who do you think Isaiah is calling us to be? Mm. Um. To, yeah, to to you know, different different uh, answers to that. Maybe um, I think most recently about the last episode we recorded in fifty five, um, the answer to that would be to to receive God's grace, you know, and to to know Him, to receive pardon. Um, but beyond that, um, the language of light to the nations, um, to to um, be those who would share in God's reign. And rejoice in it, and and to be um, an eight the agents through whom um, that story of God's salvation and restoration and reign would go out and draw others to Him. Well said. Well said. All right. Question five: Which passages from Isaiah have you found most beautiful? Mm. Well, um, you know, certainly on the list is what we talked about last week. I, I love. 55, 12 through 13. And we, we, we talked about that a lot in the last episode. So I won't unpack that again, but that's, that's certainly among them in terms of the most beautiful one. I referenced just a little bit ago that stuck out to me this time through is 45 and verse eight. Um, the praise, the praise language that comes up, uh, 49 and verse, verse 13, shout for joy. O heavens rejoice, break forth in a joyful shouting. Um, all of that, that uh, just, um, yeah, resonates and in, in, I, I find beautiful, uh, moving, captivating, all those things. Well said. I am a bit disappointed, though, because Uh-oh. I was I was really hoping you were going to say 1 verse 8. Oh, Isaiah 1 and verse 8? It says, desolate. Oh, <laughs> shadow cucumber filled. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I I was I was trying to keep. I was restricting my answers to forty through fifty five. But if I would have thought about the whole of Isaiah, maybe <laughs> that's what I would have rather gone. That's Isaiah one verse eight is now your favorite verse in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> um, but that'll pass. Praise. It's yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then that that's a natural lead into question six. Then, 
what praise will you sing to God from the heart inspired mm-hmm. by Isaiah? Um, his faithfulness, his enduring mercy, um, his, his beauty. Um, when I, when I really think about the hope that we have, um, I, I, I'm really am in awe of, of the beauty of God and, um, and yeah, that, that leads to, to sing and to praise and to pray. Well said. Yeah. Well said. I, I feel like every time we read a section of Isaiah, I want to go away either humming uh, Beethoven's Ode to Joy or singing yeah. Joy to the World. Um, yeah. Because yeah. every passage in Isaiah is calling us out of the darkness into that beautiful new creation that God has begun to bring through Jesus Christ. Absolutely. So let, let's try to bring all of this to a tentative close. I don't think yeah. that any Bible studies ever really closed. Right. Isaiah 43:55 is without question one of the most important sections of not just the Old Testament, but the whole scripture, the whole Bible put together. Why? Hmm. What what why is this section 4355? so important that we not just read it once, but rather yeah. that we keep going back to it over and over and over and over again in our Christian walk. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's the gospel. It's the announcement of the reign of God and um, all of that, but it's the gospel in the most beautiful language and imagery in a way that just gets inside of us and inspires us and um, floods our imagination, transforms our imagination, and and fills us with such hope. Well said. Well said. Well said. And I, th- and I think, if anything else, that's what Isaiah is to continually encourage us to. We know yeah. that Jesus read Isaiah. We know yeah. Paul read Isaiah. We know John was saturated in Isaiah. And if we are really going to be a Jesus people, yeah. we have to be continually saturated with Isaiah. So yeah. I think we need to close with 54 verse 10. Hmm. Anything else to say before we close out with this verse? No, I, I think let the scriptures close us out. God promises us the mountains may leave and the hills be removed. But my grace will never leave you, and my covenant of peace will not be removed, says Adonai, who has compassion on you. Thanks for listening to the Gospel According to Podcast. If you have any questions about what you heard today, please send us a voice message. We would really love to hear from you. Make sure you follow us on social media, subscribe, and click the bell to get notified when we drop a new episode. Until next time, and for all time, your God reigns. Mm-hmm.